Hey, marketing today has gotten harder. There's so many new platforms. How do you reach the right audience? Fortunately, there's a simple way. LinkedIn can help you speak with the right professionals at the right time. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance and my guest today is Steve Gordon. He is an author and founder, CEO of Unstoppable CEO. He's also got a podcast by the same name and we are going to talk about that today. Podcasting and more specifically, podcast prospecting. Using your podcast not just as a way to create content, but as a way to actually create clients. So, Steve, thanks for joining me. Hey, John, great to be here. So, I, my first question was unstoppable CEO. You want to unpack kind of the the meaning behind that uh, name of your company? I, I know that doesn't have anything to do with podcasting, but I, I just curious. Well, it doesn't. And of course, when we started, we we weren't doing much of anything with podcasting uh, when we started about ten years ago. But that came out of a conversation that I was having. Um, with, with a buddy. Um, and, uh, you know, when I started the business, he was asking like, who are you really trying to be a hero to here? And I started describing them, you know, it's the business owner that sort of started with the dream and then they scratched and clawed and built it to the point where they, you know, they really could, um, have a business that sustained their life. And then, you know, wham, the world hit them, you know, with a curveball, and then they crawled back there, back, you know, to the top of the mountain past that. And they got hit again and they just kept going and going and going. And he said, Oh, they're unstoppable. You mean? And I said, Oh, that's, that's it. That's who we're going after. So we named the company that, um, because that's kind of our, way to stay focused on on who we're really serving. No, that's awesome. I, certainly resilience um, is a key ingredient to doing this as an entrepreneur uh, because you will get knocked down. Um, so it's just the ones that get up and learn from it are the ones that, uh, that, that succeed ultimately. So does everybody need a podcast? I'm, I'm going to sort of be facetious a little bit and kind of throw out that, you know, what I hear. And I'm sure you hear all the time. Oh, there's so many of them out there already. It's oversaturated. It's yesterday's thing. So I'm I'm playing devil's advocate for you. Well, I, I heard Seth Godin say that everybody needs a podcast. So I'm going to believe Seth. Uh, yeah, I think everybody needs a podcast in business. Um, and, you know, it used to be that we'd say everybody needs a blog. You need a way to kind of communicate with your prospects, your clients, your partners, and all that. Um, the problem that I found, John, over the years, and, and maybe you've run into this too, is that most business owners, A, are really, really busy, and B, they, they weren't born natural writers. And they seem to be kind of allergic to having to sit down with a, a blank screen and and write something. And one of the things that I think is magic about podcasts, one of the many things that I think is magic about it is all you got to be able to do is have a conversation. And I have yet to meet a business owner that couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or Or as you said, you ask them to write 200 words describing their business and it'd be the scariest project you'd give them, but then they would talk for two hours about their business. Absolutely. And easily <laughs> so. Happily yeah. so. Yeah. I've actually used that as a technique to get content produced for a lot of business owners, particularly in an industry I didn't know anything about. I wasn't going to be able to write any content, but I would just interview people, uh, capture the interviews really before we even thought about using the audio content. <laughs> but I would actually then, you know, transcribe that and, and turn it into a blog post or into an about us page or something. It's so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we've really started thinking about, about podcasts as, uh, as kind of the foundational layer for the marketing in a business because of, of what you just described. You can do so many different things with the content um, and uh, and you can repurpose it in so many ways. So if we start with that as the foundation, it 
it gives you this really great capability to do two fundamental things that I think are important. One is it's a great platform for building relationships. And, and two is the byproduct. You get this like great content out of that. That's a byproduct that you can just send out to everybody that, uh, you know, you ultimately want to do business with and nurture them and keep them, uh, you know, interested in you and keep you top of mind. Yeah. When, when people had the same sort of pushback with blogs, you know, I've, I don't know, 10 years ago, uh, was telling people, stop calling them blogs. Just, it's just content. It's just content that your, you know, your customers, your prospects need, uh, search engines need, you know, all, all these things. And I've really, I've gone to calling podcasting just audio content because I really think that's a, uh, maybe a more of a, a fuller way to look at it. Yeah. I, th- I think so. Uh, one of the things that, you know, I really didn't fully understand when I first got into it was that you've got this, platform that you've created, you know, and people will listen to it. Even if a lot of people aren't listening to it, let's say you're a, a small business, a local business, and all you're doing is recording these conversations and you're sending them out to whoever, you know, is in your local community uh, that you want to stay in touch with. Even at that, it is so easy to invite someone on and get them to happily say yes, and then begin to build a relationship with them. So I've used our own podcast. I started actually my first podcast. I I took inspiration from you back way, you know, back in 2012, I was listening to uh, John Jantz on the duct tape marketing podcast and thought I need one of those. And we started one and I went and interviewed 50 marketing and business experts all over the world. People I would never would have been able to, to meet otherwise. Um, but because I had a podcast, they were open to sitting down and having a conversation with me. Um, and that worked really well. We got new business out of it. Um, big mistake I made is I didn't have a team behind me. So after 52 episodes, I got busy and couldn't keep up with it. But um, those relationships are probably some of the most valuable relationships that I, I have still to this day in business. Um, in fact, when I wrote my first book in 2014, I went back to that group of people, 15 of them. So small percentage, 15 of the 50 said, yeah, I'll help you promote the book. And that took that book from nothing. I mean, we had a tiny little email list of a thousand people. And within short order, that book was in the hands of 5,000 people that I never knew. Yeah. And I, you know, that's people who've listened to this show for any length of time know that I call it my dirty little secret. You know, I, I started podcasting, not because I wanted to build some podcasting empire. It just gave me an excuse to have conversations with people I wanted to have conversations with. And what I found was that um, we talked off air about, uh, I think, or maybe that was on the recording already about our, uh, my, my friend, Seth Godin, who has been just a, a great um, ally, you know, and, and promoter of all things duct tape. And he was one of my first interviews. And I guarantee you, if I sent Seth uh, an email, even 10, 15 years ago and said, Hey, can we get on the phone for about 20 minutes so I can pick your brain? <laughs> you know, it'd be like delete, even as, even as nice as he is. <laughs> um, but when you send an email to that same person and say, Hey, I see you have a new book coming out. I'd actually like to uh, interview you and promote that book. Well, all of a sudden you get a lot more attention. You're, you're, a, you're a member of the media, even now that podcasts, you know, are, are so mainstream, uh, people still react that way. So, uh, you know, i I would keep doing this just because I get to have great conversations with people like you. Yeah, it's it's a I tell you it's my favorite thing to do in uh in, in my day when I go to work. If I see that I've got podcast interviews, it's great because I know number one, I'm gonna have fun doing it. Two, I'm gonna make some really great relationships. And when we're coaching a business through this process of of like strategically how to use their podcast, 
we usually will tell them, look, you want to you want to have two kind of audiences that you're thinking about here. You want to think about from a, a referral standpoint, who are the relationships that you want to uh, that you want to nurture or start um, where they've got influence over your potential clients and go out and invite those people and interview them. And then um, I think a strategy that's underutilized is to look at who are the clients you really want to do business with that have got, you know, maybe those strategic clients that uh, would be really hard to reach any other way. They've got all of the gatekeepers up and all that. Well, if, if you're, kind of approaching it as we call it um, being a success journalist for the industry. So you go to an industry leader and say, I'm interviewing all of the industry leaders, you know, about how, how they've become so successful. Would you like to um, share your success story? You've just parachuted over all the gatekeepers. That's right. <laughs> and, and now you're going to build a relationship with that person without being a salesperson, you know? Yeah. And I, and, and, you know, I've gotten pushback over the years with people kind of saying that, that, oh, yeah, well, you're an author and you interview these people that are authors and whatnot. But, you know, that's my little business. That doesn't make sense. And you just hit the nail on the head. I mean, if, if you want to work with mid-market size company CEOs in your town, you know, start interviewing them because, hey, it's it's great content. I mean, it's if that's the market you're in, I mean, then all of a sudden, I mean, you may actually have a conversation with somebody who says, well, gosh, Steve, tell me about what you do. But even if you don't, their peers are going to see that content. Their peers are going to they're going to want to promote that content, you know, for you. So it just has so many really positive marketing elements, doesn't it? Oh, it does completely. And um, and it's really fairly easy. We found to take the interview that you have. And at the end of that, you usually have some time scheduled once the recording stops and extend the conversation a little bit. And so um, I. John, are you, uh, you're familiar with strategic coach, right? And Dan Sullivan. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. I've had okay. Dan. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So you're probably familiar with the Dan Sullivan question, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's a great little book. If you've, if you've never read it, go get the Dan Sullivan question. And at the end of a podcast interview, it Take, takes about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a 10 minute read. The question sounds something like this. Uh, Hey John, you know, if we were having this conversation three years from today, what would have to happen for you to feel happy with your progress? And then you just be quiet and you listen to them and they're going to tell you what their goals are in the future. And if you're talking with a referral partner or with a potential client, they're basically giving you the roadmap for how you can come and add value to them. And, um, and so you need that raw material. And then usually what we'll say is something like, uh, that's really great. You know, I interview lots of people on this podcast. I bet that if I think about it a little bit, I'll have some connections that can help you get to this goal that you just told me about. Would you like to get together on Tuesday for 20 minutes and, and uh, I'll have some connections for you. And they always say yes. So now you've got a second meeting and you come back with those connections and with some ideas. And if it's a prospect and you've really thoughtfully targeted who that prospect is, chances are, I'll bet one of those ideas might be working with your company. And it's a real easy thing to say. You can say, hey, John, I've been thinking about all those things you told me, that goal you had, and I think we might be able to help get you there. Would you be interested in talking about that? Yeah, well, I want to go back to one of the things you said is that in that conversation, they will tell you how ways that you might be able to add value. Um, you did not say ways that you might be able to sell to them. Um, and I think that's a really key distinction because a lot of people just go in, sell, 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 and they don't listen to how can I be, how can I add value? Because you're, you're right. That's, 
that in the end is all people care about, <laughs> you know, is, is receiving that. So I think that's a, that's an important distinction. Well, it's really critical. I mean, selling is, is all about friction, I think, you know, and, and adding value, they, they pull you along. There's no friction. Did you know there are over 62 million decision makers on LinkedIn? Yeah, and even small and medium-sized businesses are making the most out of LinkedIn ads. They're using LinkedIn to get their voices heard and their messages to resonate with the audience. And it's not just about awareness either. LinkedIn ads are driving traffic and engagement. If you want to check it out, try for yourself. LinkedIn is offering a free $100 LinkedIn ad credit to launch your first campaign. Simply visit linkedin.com slash duct tape, D-U-C-T-T-A-P-E. That's linkedin.com slash duct tape. So there's some terms and conditions that may apply, but I urge you to go check it out for yourself. So you jumped not um, not intentionally, but you jumped ahead to kind of one of the <clears throat> one of the questions I wanted to ask. So let's back up a minute, um, and let me, maybe let's just break down the steps. I'm, I'm, you know, we've kind of made it sound really simple, but let's let's break down the steps for people. So we talked about why they would need a podcast. Um, how do they? How um, have you found today in today's world is the best way to find prospects? So let's say they've decided, you know, they know who their ideal client is. They um, have decided they're going to do a show focused on you know that ideal client. How do they how do they find those prospects? Well, chances are they probably already know who they are. Most business owners have an idea, so you you start with the list you have, and then um, when we're working with a business to kind of go through this process, we help them really get clear on who their ideal client is and kind of create a profile there. That's not anything revolutionary. That's kind of marketing one hundred and one. But then from there, we take that and uh, and you know, we'll help them build out that list based on that profile. And we call it the target 100 process. And so we want to have a list of, of around a hundred people. That's always a working list that we're inviting to, to come and be a guest on their podcast. All right. So what about, well, what if I don't know all those people? I mean, maybe I've got a couple of clients, you know, I've got a little bit of a network, you know, I've been in a BNI group or something like that, but I want to, you know, I want to go bigger. Um, LinkedIn sales navigator. Are you a fan? Yeah, it works great. We use that. We use the web. Um, you know, we'll act one of the kind of secrets if you want to kind of go bigger and, and level up, um, is to go look at other people's podcasts and see who's been interviewed. And those people, you know, are going to be interested. They usually have an audience. So if you want to sort of level up, we've got one client who's, who's doing this right now. He's had a local, um, uh, local virtual CFO business. And, um, wants to kind of take it national. And, um, and so he, he was actually the, the, you know, an officer in his BNI group. Well, that'll only get him in his town, you know, it won't get him beyond his town. So he's now, you know, going through and we're getting him booked, uh, or getting guests booked who have audiences and looking at who's been on other podcasts to do that. And it's just so easy. Yeah. I tell you another, um, benefit that once you're doing this for a while and interviewing a lot of people for a while, um, at least in my case, you know, I had a book come out recently and I went, I just went and looked at everybody I've interviewed the last three years and I sent them all an email saying, Hey, will you help with the book? Well, lo and behold, 75% of them have a podcast now. <laughs> so it, uh, it kind of filled up my podcast schedule just on people that I had booked. And I, and I think that that's probably something people can expect as sort of that reverse kind of strategic partnership uh, arrangement almost. Oh, it, it absolutely works. You know, you, you mentioned something earlier that, that in the beginning you said, uh, you know, kind of being, uh, um, you know, a little devil's advocate that don't people, you know, aren't there too many podcasts? Isn't it saturated at this stage? 
Uh, one of the really interesting things that we've discovered is that there are an awful lot of podcast listeners, particularly business owners, and they're so many of them are curious about whole, how this whole process works. And when you go and interview or ask them to, you know, for an interview and they don't have a podcast, but they're a podcast listener, they are suddenly fascinated by it. And they'll, yeah, they'll jump at the chance and then they want to ask you everything about how it works. So you really become a leader to them in a, in a really interesting way. I record this show in my uh, little office in Kansas City and I have full, full gr- glass front on my office and people walk by and they, they're, they're absolutely convinced I must be a radio DJ or something. So <laughs> they, they sit there and stare. All right. So I've got my list of prospects. I know what my show is going to be about. I'm really pumped to go out and start spreading the world. How hard is it to set up a podcast? That's where everybody tends to to fall down. Now it's getting easier. So there are services where you can, you know, you can kind of go and, and get it set up and they, they take care of, of a lot of the basic technical details. Um, but, you know, our recommendation is that you, you build a team to do it because your job as the business owner is just to show up and talk. You want to be able to engage with uh, the person that you're trying to build a relationship with. That's the fundamental reason you're doing it. And, um, you know, and you got other things to do. Most business owners I know don't have any extra time. And so you becoming an audio engineer and a copywriter and, you know, the marketing tech person and all of that is, I think, kind of foolish. So get a team, whether you get an internal team to do it, whether you get a bunch of freelancers that you want to manage to do it, whether you get a team, you know, like ours or one of the many others that that is now, you know, in this space. Uh, but do yourself a favor and get get support. Yeah. And, and when you say team, it really doesn't have to. I mean, a team can mean somebody that gives you three hours a week, um, you know, is is your team. You know, it doesn't have to be, um, I need to hire these five different, uh, you know, individuals. I mean, my, my podcast is just that I, I, you know, I do generally invite my guests. Uh, I do the interviews and once I hit stop, you know, I, I, I don't touch it anymore, but the person that takes it over is, is in New York city and, and does all the work, you know, virtually and, uh, uh in about, you know, I, I want to say two hours an episode. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's relatively inexpensive. Um, and as you said, you know, your time is probably better spent going in, you know, cutting another deal you know, for your business, uh, you know, as opposed to doing this. But the, the benefits, you know, long term are, are worth the investment of, of that time. All right. You touched on this, but I want to hit it just a little bit again. Um, because I think it's, you know, when I talk about this idea of it being, you know, a great prospecting tool, you know, the, there is a uh, there is a danger in somebody getting somebody on the phone and then just immediately selling to them. <laughs> and so I, I'd love it if you'd kind of go over again. So we've done the interview. It's been a great conversation. How how do I sort of elegantly make that transition to, ta- you know, talking a little bit about what I do or, or asking them about what they need? Um, because I think, uh, you know, I think I could see people fumbling that. Well, yeah, I think, I think that's probably the, the one spot where, you know, you could, you could make the biggest mistake with it. Um, I, I have this principle. I learned it from, uh, from a, a good friend of mine who's very, very successful in the life insurance industry, probably one of the top guys in the country. And he, um, he talks about this idea of purity of intent. And so anytime I'm approaching anything that's related to marketing or sales, I'm kind of getting myself in this place of, of purity of intent. And, and for me, what that means is being 100% focused on the person that I'm with and how do I add value to them? That's critical. So you have, you have this interview. You're already adding value to them because you've invited this business owner on to promote themselves. Okay. And you've, you've ended the recording 
And now it's really easy to say, wow, John, I, that was amazing. I, I learned so much. I had no idea you were into all those things. Uh, I'm really curious, you know, where do you, where do you see yourself in three years? What has to happen between now and, you know, three years from today for you to feel really happy with your progress? And then they'll, which is the question, the Dan Sullivan question we talked about earlier, and they'll tell you where they're going. And then you just, you just need to listen and say, wow, I could help, you know, I could help them get there quicker. Or I could help them get there easier. And it might be making connections. It might be, you know, you can help them, you know, from a business perspective, but I always like to give space. You know, so I said before, I said, the thing, the thing we always teach our clients to do is just say, Hey, look, you, you know, would it be okay if we got together, you know, on Tuesday or pick, pick whatever day for 15 or 20 minutes, I'd like to think about it a little bit. And that way you get some space so that it doesn't feel like, you know, you're suddenly turning the tables. And if you're coming from this place of purity of intent, it works. Yeah. So you have written a book on podcast prospecting that, um, you know, want to tell us about it and how people can perhaps uh, get that. And of course, as always, we'll have any links in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, John, we've, we've put up a page just for duct tape marketing listeners where they can get, this is my, my newest book. It's my fourth book. Um, and the title is podcast prospecting. So if they go to unstoppableceo.net slash DTM, unstoppableceo.net slash DTM, um, there they'll be able to get a free copy of the book. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to talk with me about podcasting, I'd love to, to brainstorm a little bit how they might be able to do that in their business. Awesome. And as I said, we'll have that in the show notes. And I know a lot of people that uh, uh, would love to get that. And I appreciate the the gracious offer to our listeners. So, Steve, thanks for uh, stopping by and uh, spending a little time talking about podcast prospecting. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, see you soon uh, someday out there on the road. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. 